All right, let's get into it while I have a couple minutes to mash out a commission note podcast. Your commission here, Matt and Derek Lee, going uh, through 12 weeks, going into week 13, only three weeks left in the regular season. Let's uh, start off with what happened last week. And uh, first off, I guess, my sorry excuse for a game. Big win for Carp, 116-80. to 80. Carp, when he's really needed it the last two weeks, come up with big wins. Um, getting a good effort from the whole squad. Hunter Renfro nearly had a bonus. Uh, looked like it was going to be a, a shootout early on after the Thursday Thanksgiving games. Uh, but I should have seen it coming when I had a terrible choice of putting Daniel Carlson on the bench. Uh, everybody else just crapped all over themselves. Christian McCaffrey done for the year. Uh, you know, just a sorry excuse for a game. Not to take away anything from Carp. Had a good week getting him, trying to get himself out of the cellar. A big 116-80 to 80 victory for him. Uh, a nice little rivalry matchup. One of the two Raider-Cowboy battles. Big win for Jeff Ventura. Not the best week. Only 82 points, but defeating Cisco 82 to 51. Uh, Cisco really was struggling up until that Monday night game when uh, Baltimore's defense showed up, and Lamar Jackson did enough to get him over 50 points. Uh, but a tough look. Nothing he could have done. No one on the bench did anything for him either. Uh, Jeff getting enough from his boys, Josh Jacobs, uh, a couple of Tampa Bay. Uh, players got him some points and a big win for Jeff just needing to maintain get into that playoff spot uh, and a nice little rivalry win on top of the Raiders getting a dub uh, another big big result here Jen taking down Jacob two losses in a row for Jacob and uh, he responded with a name change so he's already sulking in the temper tantrum field down to the uh, nameless team at the moment. Hopefully we get something good, you know. Uh, but Jen, not, not much you can say about that. Jen with four touchdowns from Leonard Fournette. Aaron Rodgers back to his old self uh, and defeated Jacob, you know, in the losing effort. This might be the second or third most points from a losing team this year. Dak was back in it. Good day from the kicker. Uh, Nick Chubb, an off day, was really the only thing that held him back. But he's seen some good stuff from pickups from Ayuk. Saquon is getting some points, so we'll see. Cooper Cup just not doing what he's normally done, and, and the Rams are kind of falling off, so I can understand uh, why he's on the struggle bus right now. But a big win for Jen. Gets, him, gets her into fourth place and brings Jacob back into a tie for first after a 139-118 matchup and a tie for first with this guy, Marty. Big week for Marty. Led all scores and points. Uh, Cordero pickup's been huge. Uh, he, the $86 million man, Elijah Mitchell. Huge day, getting him 25 points. Adam Thielen steady along the course. The Patriot defense doing without Big Mac Jones, who still named his team after him, but you know can't really say anything against him when he's all he's doing is winning and Randall Cobb sitting on the bench getting him double-digit points as well. A uh, big 141-83 victory over Greg. 
Uh, Greg's still fighting in there. Had a big win over Jacob last week. Couldn't take down Marty. Nothing really from anybody. Had a couple big days on the bench, but uh, just not enough for the 83 points as he still right in the midst of it. Hopefully some lighter schedule down the stretch can get him in. Uh, the dude is screwed, and Bill still falling down. A rough week. Had some good good things to talk about with Herbert and Keenan Allen, but just a whole lot of nothing from the rest of the, the crew. Dan Arnold done for the year. Hopefully gets Devontae Parker. Uh, the Rams defense fumbling it away. Uh, meanwhile, the loss against uh, Tuck, who really only had two people of his own do anything, Josh Allen doing what he normally does, but a Joe Mixon uh, bonus. The only bonus of the entire week, really putting Tuck over the edge. Uh, had a lot of buys on the week, and he survived it. So a big win for Tuck, getting him back into the playoff picture as these two teams now 8th and ninth, fighting for a playoff spot. Moving on, another Alice having a big rise. The uh, Timothy team with a big win, 109-65 over Steph. His team starting to round into form. Buffalo's D back at it. Then um, just solid performances. Jonathan Taylor getting in the end zone. Mark Andrews been one of the best tight ends all year. Low weeks for a lot of other players, but it's enough to beat Steph, who had a sorry performance from some of her big names and could not keep up with Tim as he... Cements himself in the playoff picture. And Steph falls all the way down to 16th at the moment. As there's a lot of log jam down there near the end. But she's now in the catbird seat to possibly have a punishment at the end of the season. Keep going down just like that. As he mentioned, down there with Carp for a while. But wins in a couple weeks in a row now as Weber is on the up and up with a big win over Sean, who had been moving his way up. Had a tough week, an injury set him back a little bit. Left some points on the bench that still wouldn't have given him the win, but uh, just a tough scene as he is beating 133 to 114. Big pickup with Tyrod Taylor, who did pretty well for him, um, as he is on the bye as well with the Chiefs players. And just a good week for Weber. What can you say? Uh, Carson Wentz, three touchdowns. Got double-digit points from a lot of his roster. Jalen Waddell with a huge week. Getting a chance to start now that Allen Robinson's been struggling. So cheers to Weber with all these points and defending all of his injuries. Is it going to be enough to get in the playoffs? I'm not sure, but he's out of the basement at the moment. With a big win over Sean. And the final matchup of the week, Jeff Alice. Trying to make it a third Alice in the playoff hunt. As he's up to 10th with a big win over the, uh, I guess, distracted tie. 96-56. Tie uh, had a full roster in there, just not a ton of points there. Dalvin Cook went down. Jalen Hurts, non-existent. Waller hurt. Uh, just a lot of non-factors up and down that lineup. Meanwhile, Derek Carr rolling it for Jeff Alice. He now has a starting running back on his hands with Chuba Hubbard on the bench. And it will be interesting if he goes with Carr or Mac Jones down the stretch. The rest of his guys, a lot of 10 double digits out there. Jarvis Landry showing up. Justin Jefferson having an okay week. Evan McPherson, the MVP of the kickers, 
And a big win for him as Ty's trying to hang on to that division title on his side with the loss. So there you have it, week 12 in the books. I guess before we put away week 12, uh, got some awards to hand out. Did have some talking points to go through. I mentioned the big tie for first, Jacob and Marty. And Marty now won six in a row. Jacob has lost two in a row. Uh, Jacob's still a solid lead in the tiebreaker category, which at the moment uh, will be points. Uh, he also has a stranglehold on the division title if he can keep a better record than Marty. Um, the 7-0 division record. Uh, and over 200 points better than Marty on the scoreboard. So now if he can just find the winning touch again. Um, kind of looking at the schedule moving forward for Jacob. Easy to find his team name. Big one this week with Jeff Ventura, and then he's got me, so there's a dub right there, and then Tim the last week of the season. So not the easiest schedule. Can definitely get a win out of there, but it's going to be a struggle with Jeff and Tim both fighting for playoffs as well. Meanwhile, on Marty's end, big matchup with Sean this week, and then he also goes up with both of the Jeffs, Jeff Ventura and Jeff Alice will be scrounging for a playoff spot after putting up a pair of 140-point weeks in a row. Um, so an interesting setup there for the number one spot in the league. Uh, the, the other part of this, I guess, is Jacob just full meltdown mode and has gotten rid of his team name. Uh, Quintanier Gate is no more. Uh, any suggestions on what Jacob should name his team? Um, he is already in the playoffs, so he can almost just coast the rest of the way and try and build his team up if he wants. But, you know, win the conference, you get a couple extra bucks. Um, most points in the league will get him some money, which he's got almost a 100-point lead on second place, which is Sean at the moment. Um, so things are still good for Jacob, at least on the outside. Maybe some in, inner turmoil. You know, who knows what's going on in that front office. Uh We'll see. We'll see if he resurfaces this week with a big matchup ahead. Uh, next on the agenda, congratulations to Ty. I don't know if everybody saw. Shout out to those that gave him a shout out. I'm sure plenty involved. Um, but I think it was Lila, L-Y-L-A, born on Thanksgiving, it looks like. It's when the post went up. So congrats to Ty. Uh, just to know that uh, managers who have had a child the week of their game are 0-2 this season with myself and Ty both losing their matchups. Um, another family I like to talk about, the Alice family. I don't know if I know if I'm saying that right. Alice, Alice. Um, but they are making a strong push. All three of them were down in the bottom quarter of the league after about three or four or five weeks. Suddenly that has changed dramatically. Jen... The big time surge, she's up to fourth place, even with a very low point total. Uh, Tim right behind her in sixth, nothing new there, um, and the third best point total. And then Jeff Alice in tenth, knocking on the door to the playoffs. A win this week could get him into that eight spot um, with a solid matchup with a, another playoff contender. Um one of those playoff contenders is a gaggle of six and six teams that have run right around that spot. Uh, fifth through ninth, all six and six, starting with Sean and then Tim, 
Jeff, Bill hanging on still 6-6. Six and six. If he can squeeze out a couple wins, finish with 8, uh, he can get in the playoffs. But he's got Tuck also at 6-6, six and six, and then uh, 4, 5, and 7 teams who are just not out of it yet. Uh, and then the new battle for last place. So as you mentioned, uh, a big win for Carp last two weeks now, getting him out of the basement at 4-8. and eight. Takes a small lead over Steph as far as points. Uh, Steph, not the lowest points total in the league at 11.33. She's got over 100 more points than Cisco, who sits right above her at 5-7. and seven. So Cisco can ill afford to lose any games as that would drop him down to last place. Uh, myself not looking so hot. No more Christian McCaffrey. Russell Wilson finally showed up, but it's 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 a rough one out there. I got some buys the next couple weeks that that could really hurt me. And uh, and we've got Carp and Weber still down there with four wins each. Carp uh, looking up. Weber got a big win this week, and both of them can still make the playoffs if they go on a big run. But I think a lot of it is just staying out of last place. Uh, and I think at this point, probably going to do something Super Bowl Squares style thing about the punishment for people. So um, we'll see how we can make that work, especially once we find out our third person. Uh, me and Sean, and, you know, could be me again. Looks like Sean's, uh, well, Sean is technically still alive for last place. I'm sure there's a way to, to that wouldn't happen, but it's 6-6. Six and six. Um we can, can't really eliminate anybody except for the top two in Jacob and Marty. But, yeah, last place, it's, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Looking at this week, I don't think, I'm not sure if any of the last place people play each other moving forward. We've seen Carp take on myself and Weber already. Um, I don't know if I've played Weber yet. I don't know if I've played Steph yet either. So we'll take a look at those schedules as they come up. Um, but for now, let's uh, let's get some awards going and starting off with the party team of the week, team having the best week as the party boy. Party team this week is the team that scored the most. Marty, 141 points, uh, got himself into first place. Uh, not does not have the super freak of the week on his team, but you know Marty came in strong at the draft. Really put some time and effort into it. People thought it was crazy picking up all these Patriots, and now all of a sudden there you go. He's in second place, tied for first. Um, got rid of Mac Jones, but still still making it happen. So. Uh, cheers to Marty, party team of the week. Also consideration uh, was Jen and Carp. Carp with a big week, getting out of last place. And Jen nearly matched Marty on the point side uh, and beat Jacob in a, in a tough matchup. So good stuff from the party team. Uh, Super Freak of the Week goes to... Yeah! 
Joe Mixon basically single-handedly getting Tuck a victory, 45.3 points. Um, the much maligned Joe Mixon, but a big week for Tuck. Needed win to keep him in the playoff hunt. Uh, Leonard Fournette, another candidate there for the Super Freak of the Week, uh, getting a big win for Jen. Uh, Jen just on the honorable mention on both of these so far. Let's see if we get her later on. Uh, next up, our Joey Jojo, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo pickup of the week. Mo, I need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hi, Joey Jojo. And I hadn't looked at my notes, but yes, Jen does get this one for the pickup of, uh, I think his name's Dontrell Hilliard. I don't even know. I saw the stat that the Titans uh, had two running backs with over 100 yards and then lost by 23 points. I thought that was pretty interesting. But Hilliard out of nowhere, 131 yards, a touchdown, did fumble, uh, but a much-needed 18 points, which was just a little bit more than she needed to beat Jacob. But putting her squarely up there, need as many points as she can to get some tiebreakers. Uh, didn't have any other solid pickups this week as it's getting pretty – Barren in that free agent market, so um, gonna might have to look back and see what was a maybe a big pickup weeks ago that is finally paying dividends. Um, but shout out to Jen for that one. Uh, the break stuff, uh, tough break of the week. We're gonna stay in the same game. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to just. Yeah, I'm going to go to Jacob again. I think he had it last week. i got to look at my notes. Uh, let's see. No, it went to Weber last week. Tough one for Weber. But Jacob, this week, 118 points and a loss. I mentioned only a couple other teams have gotten that many and lost. So always tough when you do that, uh, especially when you go down two in a row. Your first two losses of the season, you're tied for first now. You change your team name. It's all falling apart. They're in, in both of our Rams fans' world, basically. Both of their teams plummeting uh, and the Rams struggling, although this week should be a fun one. Uh, maybe get them back on track. Uh, Bear Grylls, Shite Player of the Week. We had three up there. Let's see who we want to uh, vote or poll to, to get the commendation. One thing you can do if you're stuck out here with no water source at all is actually drink the fluid from a fresh elephant dung. Pretty disgusting, but it could save your life. Uh, the three-headed monster for the Bear Grylls Player of the Week. Uh, one from my own team, Christian McCaffrey, uh, number one pick. You know, you could say this about Bill's team as well, but just the curse that it is. Not many first-round picks have done really anything living up to a first-round status like they uh, uh, were this year. But Christian McCaffrey just, I thought I had a shot at the playoffs with him coming back, but should have known, you know, that hamstring. Hamstrings are never good. I assume it's a hamstring, but... 
Uh, big loss, so he's, I'm putting him on the list. Another one from Steph's team, a tough loss for her. And a big one is DK Metcalf getting one catch. I'm not really sure what's going on in Seattle there. Didn't see that, uh, you know, fall from grace coming. Could have also put Dallas Goddard, who had one catch but no yards this week. So just a tough, tough week all around for uh, Steph. Even a negative point from the defense. Uh, the other one is from the team named after him, uh, George Kittle, getting... Uh, you know, one catch for 13 yards as well. So him and DK right on the same game plan. Uh, Kittle me this has been killed out. And so either three of those players, if you want to vote, put in your two cents. If you're even listening to this, uh, you know, feel free to give it up on who you think. But uh, those are three candidates for the Bear Girls Stripe Player of the Week. And we come to the Tampax Biatch of the Week, what everybody loves to hear. No other than. Uh, gonna go to Cisco. Could not give it to Jacob uh, again, but Cisco, a tough one. 51.3. That might be our lowest of the season. Uh, and it was to Jeff. And Dallas lost to the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Uh, nothing working out for Cisco. He has the lowest point total in the league. He is on the verge of going down into last place. Um, the punishment undecided. I know it's just a looming thing out there, but don't want to be last place going into Vegas. Anything can happen. See if he can turn it around coming up, but it's all you, Cisco. Congratulations, and there are the awards. So that does it on the... Week 12 side of things, we head to week 13, three games left. Uh, take a look at some games, as I mentioned. Big week for myself and Bill. Uh, Bill's been slowly sliding, can really get a win for himself and for the Rams, who take on Jacksonville this week. So uh, should be an easy dub in one category for Bill, one or the other. Uh, my team is struggling. Uh, Going to need a bonus to even be in contention of this one. Um so there's that. Then uh, Cisco taking on Ty. Cisco really needs to keep his head above water. He's found some some wins somehow with some low point totals. Uh, Ty has been rolling besides last week, uh, so it could be a get right game for Ty. Cisco needs to stay out of the basement there. Uh, ladies' week this week mentioned Jen taking on Steph. So Steph, some tough competition to try and get out of the last place. Uh, meanwhile, Jen continues to climb. She's got the conference title in her sights if she can surpass Ty up there at 7-5. and five. Uh, Big one for the bottom dwellers, Carp and Greg. Loser of this one probably kicked from playoff contention for the most part. Um, so this is a survival game right there for making the playoffs and for staying out of last. A couple of teams hungry for a win. Uh, two teams on the up-and-up going against each other, Marty and Sean. Uh, a big one here for Marty if he can get it and really cement a spot in a the chase for first place. Sean playing very well, has put up some good weeks. He's had some tough luck losses. Still at 6-6, six and six, so nothing uh, solidified yet, but he's had a good point total. Trying to see, stay in the playoff chase there. That'll be an interesting game to keep an eye on. Uh, Tuck, I mentioned last week, got a big game from Joe Mixon, got him a dub. He takes on 
Joe Mixon's, uh, I don't know, GM in Jeff Alice and the Bengals fandom. Six and six versus five and seven. Jeff trying to get back, climb into that playoff hunt. Tuck trying to stay there as well. The ninth and tenth place teams in what could be a very deciding blow on who stays in the playoff chase. Uh, Tim takes on Weber. Tim's been really surging of late. Uh, Weber has got a win last week, get out of the basement. Uh, a huge win this would be against Tim, and we'll see how the buys play out. As our last matchup, there's another one to keep an eye on, Jeff and Jacob in the old Buffalo Wild Wings Lazy Dog Bowl. Uh, Jacob lost two in a row. Jeff playing well, playing some playoff football. Got a big win over Cisco, trying to make it over Jacob this week. Um, and just looking ahead, looking at the those last place spots, uh, see who's got the easiest or not as easy road to get out of there. Um, starting in 16th place with Steph. Big week against Jen. She's got a game against Bill, which probably the most winnable of the three she's got left. And then Sean to finish things out. So really... Uh, you know, going to be tough to get out of there with two or even three wins in the final week, so she's going to need a lot of help. Right above her, Carp, who won two in a row, looking better. He's got a big game with Greg this week. He also plays Sean and Jen, much like Steph. So if any of those teams can, can get a win against those top contenders, that could put them the deciding factor. Uh, Weber above Carp, he's got a tough road. He's got Tim and Ty at the top of their divisions coming in to play him. And then Greg, who's also trying to stave off last place and get in the playoff hunt. So not an easy road there either. Uh, maybe gets one win unless Ty can lay another egg. As as people that have just had children can attest to, I was going to look that up. My record since having the kid, well, except for the day I lost to Ty, uh, two and two. So I guess I can't say too much, although one of them was a 58-point win over 53. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I got a win against Jen. Anybody can beat anybody any week. Uh, looking at the next spot up is my team. You know, got a game against Bill. Winnable, I guess, but not much confidence in my team. Uh, beyond that, Jacob, if he keeps losing, I'll take it, although he's been throwing up over 100 every week still. And then Tuck, who... You know, not much to look past besides, you know, his quarterback and Joe Mixon. So it could be just who has the hot hand that final week to get a dub. Uh, maybe a little more light at the end of the tunnel than the others. Uh, above me is Cisco, I believe. Oh, where Cisco fits in. Gotta look at these standings again. Uh, Cisco. Oh, Cisco's in, in the last of the five and sevens. His road, he's got Ty, who's coming off a bad week, but even he would have beat Cisco last week. Uh, and then Tuck and Bill, who we've heard a little bit from. Uh, and, you know, Tuck and Cisco, whoever got the hot hand could win that one. Same against Bill. Bill still does have some uh, big time players on his team. And then I threw in there also Greg and Jeff Alice. Uh, unlikely, but have, a lot of things would have to happen for them. Uh, Greg's got. Weber and Carp coming up, and then Jeff Ventura, who's in the playoffs at the moment. Jeff Alice takes on Tuck, his brother Tim, and Marty to end out the year. So not the easiest road for him as well, uh, but playing a lot better football at the moment. And from what, a lot of what I took from this right now is that there are teams that in the playoff hunt that actually have favorable schedules. I mentioned Bill 
his last three games against three teams that are fighting for last place. Uh, another person that's also doing that is Tuck. Tuck plays Jeff Alice, Cisco, and myself. So those two actually have a, a pretty solid road. I think Ty plays two teams. Uh, Tim plays two teams. Jen plays two teams. Greg uh, has two. So uh, a lot of teams could separate themselves really quickly as good teams will play some bad teams. Some bad teams beating up on each other. Uh, battle for first will go on as well. So a lot to look forward to. Big week coming up. Trying to have somebody on here. Might might try and get Marty if he even listens to these or cares. If he gets out of his suite up there in Lambeau Field. Tell us how it all went and why the heck he was there. No, no Patriots present there. So looking forward to week 13 ahead. Still a lot to play for. All the playoff spots. Most of the playoff spots available. Got some division crowns still up in the air. Last place, which we will try to decide about. Uh, so congrats to Ty. Hope everyone uh, has fun in their suites coming up. We'll need a full uh, a full uh, review of the one at Cincinnati from you guys, uh, Jeff and Tim and Jen. Um, and, yeah, have a good week, everybody. Enjoy the football and the fantasy.